What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with No Mercy, episode 11. Today I am joined by MLB Model. Me and Rob talk a lot of gambling on this podcast. Uh, we go very heavy into this weekend's set of games, talk about some current NFL trends, talk a little bit about last weekend, what we learned, some gambling strategy and tips, answer some Twitter questions, obviously go over a few tweets from Rob. And uh, we played a little game on this podcast, which I thought was pretty fun. Uh, things that exist in the world for MLB Model. And we just ask him about things. Similar similar to what we do with Mad Lab. We started doing it with Rob. And uh, there's some interesting uh, interesting responses to some of these questions. So I think you'll enjoy that as we listen to it. But uh, without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 11, I believe. I don't even know. I don't know where my head's at, but uh, I know I'm here with MLB model and uh, Robert. I am uh, I am shitty again today. You managed to get me hungover every show, even when we move it up. You figure you'd be safe on a you know after a Wednesday night, but uh, you caught Prison Mike Yankee Tommy to this morning. You've literally never looked worse. This, is, this, this, is, literally... this is the worst one. This is the worst it's one. The worst one. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy's got his fucking jug of water again. I got, the, I, got the, my, I got my jug. I think we've done three or four of these, and I've told Tommy at the, literally at the beginning of each one, he's looked like shit, but this is, this is the absolute this nut low. This is the nut, nut low. Yeah. The, uh, I know every single podcast you've told me you look like shit. And people keep asking, like, why don't you guys do, like, a video version? It's like, trust me, you don't want to see this fucking face. But you get the worst of me every time, Rob. You get post-smashed blackout Tommy every time. I think it's you. But lucky for you, I bring the heat. You bring you know, the heat. That's I right. raise. You come down, but I just raise it right back up. That's right. I mean, literally, I, you want to be hung over on the day where you have a good guest with you, not fucking your shitty ass, but... Uh, anyway, uh, let's let's start off with kind of what we're going to talk about today. So this is going to be the gambling pod. Um, we're recording this around 3, 4 p.m., so it should be up probably around 8 o'clock, sometime around that. Um, some of you have been asking why um, we're so late to get things on iTunes. That's not us. Um, iTunes, for some reason, pulls from other sources, so it's always the last to post. So uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you found it. But Google Play, Spotify, iTunes... Um, pretty much every podcast outlet will have it. So we're going to talk about a uh, little bit about the past weekend in the NFL. Uh, we'll go over some of the current trends. Seemed you guys like that last week. Or Rob will kind of point out some some trends that are popping off the page for the games going on this weekend. We'll give you some plays for the weekend. Talk a little baseball, too. I'm excited about that, Rob, that we got baseball playoffs and we're finally back in the baseball mode, brother. October baseball, man. It gets no better. Yeah. We shut baseball down for a while for the simple fact that September baseball is the worst. It's the worst. It's like the worst thing to bet in the world. But October baseball is the best. I, I love betting playoff baseball. Um, we'll talk a little bit about some some Rob tweets. Uh, we got some Twitter questions. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a little fun today, Robert. Uh, we'll see where we can go. Let's see if we can finally get a podcast done in under an hour, but I doubt it. Let's do it. So uh, I want to start with a Twitter question. And the question from Duke, Duke of Esports, who's murdering EPL. Duke. Duke's the best. He's absolutely destroying soccer uh if you guys are interested in soccer and epl on DraftKings, duke is the best guy in the country it's not even close 
First question, Rob, how hungover is TG? On a scale of one to Tommy, he's full Tommy today. <laughs> on a scale of one to Tommy. <laughs> it's full. It's full on Tommy. But, Tommy, it is. So, what time did we talk first today? 12 o'clock or something? 12.30? I think like one. I think I, it was around one, one. When, I, when I undertakered my way out of the coffin. And my first comment was, Tommy, I cannot. But congratulations, buddy. I can't believe you're awake today. I, I like it's this is four hours before I expected you today. It's pretty impressive, right? Like, it's pretty impressive when uh, when you're a 40 year old man and people are proud of you for waking up at 1 p.m. on a work day. <laughs> and you run a massive company and all these other yeah, things. Yeah, Good job. It's Wednesday. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, what happened? What time did you go to sleep? Like 7 a.m.? Like you went to bed early last night. Like I just wish I had an off switch. Yesterday was the Yankee game. Yankees have advanced onto Boston. Yeah, I fuck, dude. I'm gonna be a disaster. I already have tickets for Monday. But uh, amazing time at the Yankee game last night. Me and Teddy Grams, Teddy Fingers, uh, go to my Instagram story. I, I I love Instagram now, Rob, because I can document my games on the Instagram story, and then you could save the story. So I could basically just upload. 15-second clip, so what's going on at the games? And uh, I believe the most epic picture in the history of pictures is the last picture on my Instagram story. So get over there at TommyGDFS, and uh, you could basically relive the Yankee game with me from last night for the next, uh, I guess, few hours. I think it deletes after 24 hours. I can't but, figure uh, out Instagram. I don't understand. You're a fucking Neanderthal. That's why. I, I like, can't get it. I just you're, you're, the, the dude literally creates algorithms and like builds optimizers and can't doesn't know how to post an instagram story i don't you're a fucking idiot but uh yeah so i'm very hungover um a lot of fun great game good time and uh i think i made it home by like 4 30 in the morning i remember wandering out around the bronx by myself at 4 30 a.m and for the first time in a long time went you know what it's time to shut it down wow so, uh, that is progress i was very Congrats, proud of myself dude. that's great i'm very proud of myself i, I really am. i'm uh i'm maturing right before your eyes <laughs> so let's talk about last week and a little week i a little week a little, a little bit week. i'm gonna make a lot of mistakes on this podcast because i'm working with half a brain but uh last weekend i was white hot on sunday um especially the beginning of the day five and oh to start the day it was up about 13 units ended the day i believe up 12 units uh with with one game that could have been about a 12 unit swing but Good Sunday. Um, back on track for me. Uh, how'd you end up last Sunday? Uh, not as good as you. I, I, I'm just grinding, man. Like, right. That's I, what I it feels like. Just yeah. like, you know, break even and just, I'm just grinding away this NFL season. It's, it just hasn't been that enjoyable for me yet. Uh, I will have a breakout week soon, I hope, and, uh, and make it all worthwhile. See, what I do, though, Tommy, is. You know, I'm still right around even, right? Like, right. literally, I'm grinding away at break even. It's basically so, big that you're down, right? Exactly. I'm juicing out, that kind of shit. So I'll break to the upside, but we're not there yet. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm 33, 33, and one. So uh, I, I don't know if anyone else in the country has put 67 bets in in four weeks. That's a lot of NFL, buddy. That is a lot of NFL. You look at everyone else's records, it's like Cheetah's 14 and 7, Mans is 6, 5, and 3, Draft Cheat's 17 and 15, which is a lot, Broly's 30 and 20, you're like break even, and then 33, 33 and 1. So, uh, but that's my job. My job is to just keep firing and uh, keep you guys entertained. Obviously, uh, Rob is the handicapper, I am the gambler, as we say, but. Honestly, I think at the beginning of this season, I feel like I've been way off on gambling. So to be about 500, I'm actually kind of happy about because I know I'm 
we're going to get better as the data keeps coming out and as things move forward and games get more predictable, as we said. So yeah, no doubt. Um, excited about that. But uh, get over there to GuruElite.com. Sign up for the gambling package. We also have seven-day plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great day, a great week to get involved because uh, we got Mad Lab, who's just white hot, and just killing everything in MMA every fucking week. And this is probably the biggest MMA card maybe ever, um, definitely of the year, the McGregor-Khabib card. So Mad Lab, And we had a week off last week. So Lab has been studying tape for two weeks. I haven't even fucking seen him. I don't even think I talked to him in the last three days more than for like five minutes. But uh, he's in the lab. So uh, get over there. You'll get the MMA bets, including MLB. We got the MLB playoffs starting. A lot of value on this uh, seven-day pass and the gambling package starting for the next month or two. We did just lower the VIP too, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. The VIP is where you should be going, but obviously most people should know that already. We discount those substantially. So um, so what about this week, Rob? I mean, what what's your feel? What are you thinking is – kind of high level overview with these games we'll talk yeah. about the Colts Patriots game in a minute but. I've been digging in uh in an effort to get out of this break-even fucking slump uh so I've done quite a bit of work this week uh everybody seemed to like it last week when I gave some of the trends and shit so I've got that stuff ready again for you guys um high level though I feel really good um we were looking at our super contest picks right before this and starting to get some consensus there um so, yeah, overall, I like the card. There's a couple mm-hmm. really ugly games we could talk about later that I'm not too happy to uh, have to fire on. But, um, yeah, overall, I like the card. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's a tough survivor card, I think. I think it's a better gambling mm-hmm. card than a survivor card. I mean, if you're not going with the Patriots this week, um, really, I mean, you got the Rams minus seven. Again, in survivor pools, I try not to take road favorites, no matter how much we like them. But, Outside of that, you got the Saints minus six and a half on Monday night, and then every other line is like four and a half, five or less, pretty much. Um, Panthers minus six, but we talked about how we hate betting Panther games and Falcon games. Yeah. So uh, I think this is a week from a survivor perspective where I may just eat the chalk on the Pats. The survivor pool has dripped down to like one twentieth of what it started at. So. These pools Might. have been decimated. The pools that I'm in, I'm, I'm out of all of them, but they have been absolutely decimated. There was that New Orleans loss to start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another big the one. Viking, week the Vikings two. was the big one. Yeah, yeah Vikes. Yeah, I had I had three entries. I had put the Vikes in on all three of them that week. And so, I put the I put Baltimore in on both mine. That's what that that was that was the uh, the turning point for me. That's what put that was a huge leverage play for me there when the Vikings went down. Yeah. And I intentionally try to stay away from that uber chalky team. The reason I think I'm going to go with the Patriots on Survivor is because it's a Thursday game. And I feel like, a lot, for some reason, I feel like a lot of people don't want to put Thursday games in their Survivor Bowl. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know why, but they feel like they're always kind of underexposed. Definitely in the Super Contest, you see the Thursday mm-hmm. games are almost no-owned because you'd have to get all your bets in um, by today at 4 p.m. So... I think we're still making a final decision if we're going to get our super contest plays in right now, right? Yeah, I know. The tough part is we all want Patriots, but the plays have to be in and literally like what a fucking hour from now. I'm not going to. You can't change them, right? You got to make like so you don't get that extra two or three days of research to do on those uh, those Sunday games. So uh, we'll probably end up skipping it. But if this does come out in time for the Patriots game, I do like the Patriots no matter what the point spread is. There, Mm -hmm. Um, ten points doesn't scare me at all in that game. What about the ten and a half? Uh, uh, and again, this is like sacrilege, right? But again, this is just what I do. I'm buying it to 10. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going so heavy on this game tonight that I'm going like 
three times my normal size on this game. So it's like, I don't care about the juice. I don't care about if I'm betting four grand on it. I don't care. Like, I don't want three scores. So uh, I'm actually buying it to 10. I know you're probably ready to throw up hearing that. Uh, you're buying the hook. What can I say? Yeah. I, and I thought I put the bet in early. I, I even said on the pod with Jeff a couple of days ago, I was like, get the Patriots in because that line's going to move. I thought I put it in. I just fucking didn't. So I don't know what the hell happened there. Let's go through some of these numbers that you talk about, Rob. We're saying those kind of key numbers, stats against the spread, things that keep popping out. Um, give me some. I'm, I got your, uh, your, your chicken scratch here. Uh, at least you wrote it on a computer this time, so that was nice of you to do that. For yeah, me. but the fonts are all fucked up. Like the fonts, size, I, I wish people sized. could. I, I have to screenshot this. I w- <laughs> the numbers, there's numbers is, with <laughs> bullets. And- there's literally, for those of you that don't follow Twitter, I'll post this on Twitter. It's literally, there's a big number one, then two, a little two, a little three, a big number four, a random dot bullet point out of nowhere <laughs> in between the big four and the little five, then a little six, then a big seven and a little, and a little eight. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I do this for a living. Why, why are you so stupid all the time? I have no idea. But this is know, the fucking abortion, Rob. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I'm looking. This is an internal. How note. do you see that? How do you see that fucking random dot right there that like causes six inches of space above and below it? And don't just look. Look, I'm gonna do it for you, Rob. This is what you had to do. Just fucking erase it. <laughs> P- people don't know this about you, Tommy, or maybe they do. Tommy is so fucking anal about oh, shit like this. When I it's did bad. this, I'm literally doing it going, he is I'm going to I'm changing it right now while we're on the show. He is. <laughs> he actually that. is. Like, he is literally going to have a stroke looking at this. So I just left it all. So this worked out perfect. <laughs> such an ass. Exactly People would play. think I'm probably the last person to be anal about shit like this. I am the worst. Worst. The oh, yeah, fucking worst. Wor- I drive the whole staff crazy like. Everything has to be perfect from a from a visual perspective for me. So uh, let's get into it here. So New England, <clears throat> New England are <laughs> New England are fourteen and three. <laughs> New England is fourteen and three against the spread in their last seventeen games in Week Five. So <laughs> let me remind everyone: <laughs> I just pick out some that I think are interesting. Did and Kevin thinks, Adams give you this. A, <laughs> These are magic sports guys' statistics. This is, this um, is our professional handicapper. And New England is 14-3 and against the spread in their last 17 games in week five. So, these are picked mostly at random, but I try to find things that seem like they might interest you. Because Who the I'm fuck trying, cares about I, that? I, do, why do I care if New England Patriots won a game 17 years ago in week five? No, wait a minute. I, I, I have some theory behind this one. Let's talk Holy about this. Holy so, fucking Christ. So, okay, they're 14 so and three in the last 17 games in week five. So here's why this is relevant. This is actually week five. It's not relevant. <laughs> this is week five right you can't now. sell me on And so, no, I just put it there because it looked extreme and I wanted to have this conversation. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is bullshit data, bullshit information, uh, and you should ignore it. Um, <laughs> yes, you should. Give us the next New England one. I get I, the I, next I get one. Uh, New England are eight. And two. <laughs> Love the R. New England are eight and two against the spread uh, versus a team with a losing record. See, this is this is a little more valid, I believe, Robert. Why? What what, what makes this different than we? Look, I, okay. I don't know. It's more valid than the dumb shit you listed first. <laughs> Pittsburgh is eight and three on grass. Um, so, <laughs> Kevin Adams, like bro, they're on grass in prime time. Fucking grass in prime time. AB scores three. Come the on, Patriots bro. Patriots are nine and one 
covering the spread on Thursday night games, not counting week ones. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> My comment about the 8-2 and two against losing teams is no fucking shit. New England's a good football team. They beat yeah. teams with losing records. No okay, fucking so, shit. So none of these are really that that relevant there. I, I don't know. The, by the time this is edited, who knows? Maybe it'll come out before the game starts. But um, do you have do you have a take on this game? Are you playing this game? I know I'm hitting a minus 10. Are you? Yeah, I won't play the minus 10. Um, I would have liked to have uh, – I'd like to be able to get him in the super contest. I think it's a good contest play, but I won't have a side in this uh, outside of that. Anything on the total? Any interest at all or no? Uh, I was leaning it's over earlier in the week. Right yeah, it's still there. Um, it hasn't really – there's been really uh, – that's 49 and a half a couple places. So, so it has moved down under a touch at Penny. Um, I don't have much interest in it. Yeah, not that big. All right, let's get to uh, – hold on, I lost my shit. Uh, Baltimore are, <laughs> what are you doing? Get your, get your cursor off my Sorry. fucking notes. Sorry about that. We're sharing a Google doc and Rob's all of a sudden now decides he wants to edit because he know. I think he says he knows what I'm going to make fun of him for next. Uh, Baltimore are 13 and four against the spread in their last 17 versus the AFC North. These are stats. I like, I like inter interdivisional stats. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's sort of interesting. Um, I don't, <sighs> Baltimore... by the way, the line on this game, Baltimore minus three at Cleveland. 45 and a half total right exactly uh part of my thought is you know is this just a product of playing cleveland and you know some of these teams that maybe aren't as strong i don't know um the other thing though is is harbaugh just good you know is, is he is he good against the fc north i don't know what's your take tommy i like interdivisional statistics because i feel like you know teams see each other more especially in like you know baseball is, is one that i use it a lot on like there's certain tendencies that you see and when you when you get to see a team twice a year in the NFL right mm -hmm. so you know if you have a situation where a lot of the coaches within the division remain the same a lot of the players remain the same um, you know it is something I factor in you know if you look at this from a DFS perspective also like you never roster Antonio Brown versus the Bengals right like they just scheme them out you never roster Odell Beckham versus the Cowboys like you know, it'll happen. You'll have that game where they do pop off, but you just certain teams know how to kind of scheme out other teams because they prepare for them a lot more in the offseason. And, you know, these are big games for them. You know, these interdivisional games, they really lock in. So I do take this into account. Um, you have a lean on this one? Baltimore minus three, Cleveland? Uh, yeah, you know what? I I think Cleveland's going to be in the sexier side in this. Um, uh, let me check and see where the money's going. Uh yeah, sixty seven percent on Baltimore actually, and uh, the that's unders, a little surprising. Yeah. Unders heavily bet eighty five percent of the money is flowing under in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I'll probably end up betting Baltimore again, um, this week against Cleveland. I I, I don't I, they looked really good last week, right? Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of so a lot of improvement there. So I'll probably be fading Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, I've been riding the Baltimore train pretty much all year from DFS and uh, a betting perspective. Uh, under is forty five and twenty in KC's last sixty five home games. What? Are, where, how fucking drunk for you when you pulled these fucking stats out? This took me six hours to find this fucking data. God damn it! Fuck. This is total horseshit. I would just want to see five like, and twenty in their last sixty five. Five home games. What is that? Like eight so years of home games. So considering they play eight of fucking year, you're literally giving me eight year old fucking home field data on a team that literally none of these players were even there eight years ago. Right, right. 
I mean, what do you And it's not even an extreme stat. Like, it's not like it's 60 45 and 20? That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. It's like 67% or whatever, right? So, I mean. They're eating those fucking ribs and shit while they're home and they can't. It's a lot, but most teams are over 500 from home. What are you talking about? Like an extra like 10% and most teams. But so what do you you read into this data, Rob? Please tell me me about the Kansas City Chiefs in 2010 and why that's important to you. Well, you know, and Anthony <laughs> Gonzalez was um, no. I, this means nothing, Tommy. It's absolutely yeah. Useless. It means nothing. All right, yeah. good. Thank you. Great show plan. I'm this is what I happens can... when I get hung over and Rob does the show. Plan. I'm glad I can provide this. Sort <laughs> Three of, of the first four dilapidated bullets are useless. Good job. Um, speaking of this game, though, Kansas City, obviously, um, as we all know, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the history of the world, according to every news channel ever. Um, like I said, Rob, I said it on the pod the other day. I went to sleep at halftime that game. I was so hung over. And uh, I literally went to bed thinking, all right, the Mahomes show is over. You know, he had like 60 yards passing at the half. And then I woke up to the news channels talking about how he's the greatest quarterback ever. And he threw a pass lefty. But um, anything here? Uh, no, no, I don't Kansas have City, By the way, here. Kansas City minus three Jacksonville uh, total 49. Yeah, total 49. No, I don't have anything here. Yeah, this is uh, I, I think I, I think I lean to Jags here. Um. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not as on the Chiefs train as I should be all year. You know, like maybe maybe it's one of those things where it's like I need to get more on this Chiefs train. But I just I don't know, man. I could see this being a being a game where Jacksonville's defense just fucking devours these guys. But I think I want the points in this game. Is Fournette playing? Uh, We still don't know. As of yesterday, uh, he was on the the doubtful side of questionable. So I, I would guess he doesn't. Honestly, um, as we know, I woke up about 20 minutes ago, so I haven't checked the news for today. But uh, I think I lean Jacksonville on this one here. I'm pretty sure that'll be a play for me. Uh, let's go New York Giants, 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10 versus the NFC. Here's a Tommy G stat, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you take anything into this? Is it, is it just because the Giants fucking suck? I mean, it hasn't helped. <laughs> they sub, but Vegas factors that in, right? Like when the when the spread is set, right. you know, it doesn't. That's I think a lot of people uh, get a little crazy with saying, "Well, the team's bad. That's why they're bad against the spread." Well, the reason the spread's made is to compensate for teams being bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I do factor that in for sure. I mean, especially when you're looking at, you know, Eli Manning and squad. You know, two and eight against spread in the last ten. You're probably talking what? It's only a couple years of data, right? So. You know, pretty much a similar team that they've had before. Um, I, where do you lean on this game? Uh, I actually, uh, <laughs> I hate to say this, I may end up betting the Giants this week. And Ew. yeah, I know. And, and, and I may try to push them as a super contest pick. Um, I, I don't mind taking the. I see six. Looks like six most places. You know, I don't mm-hmm. mind taking the six here. Uh, why? Just because your number's coming up different? What is, what is your line coming up at? Uh, I'm at seven, and believe it or not, this game went to seven, and it got faded back down to six. So, um, you know, seven was too much, or seven's probably about the right number. Um, but people bought it back down to six. Um, so, yeah, I would. Uh, my number is – I think my number – This sounds like this is more of a Rob play than a Rob's number play. No, 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 no. My number is – I was just finding it, like, fucking befuddled finding it here. My number's four and a half, so... I was going to say, I was literally um, just going to say, I was like, how is your number seven, and you think this no, is... No, 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 I was reading the lines. Right. Um, yeah, so mine's four and a half. I'll end up on the Giants, I'm sure. Oh, okay, so you do have value on your on your yeah. line. Okay. Mm. 
Uh, right now, it looks like 67% of the bets are coming in on Carolina, and the line's dropping. So uh do have a little inverse line movement there. Uh, let's see. Next game. I don't, I don't like the Giants in this game, <laughs> but I'm actually thinking of playing Carolina's defense and DFS. Um, I could be talked into it if you're seeing, you know, two-point difference on your line and the, uh, and the line itself, but I'd probably just stay away from this game. I tend to stay away from Carolina and Atlanta, as we spoke about last time. Denver are, not is, Denver are 1-10 against the spread in their last 11 road games. This has some validity to it, in my opinion. Why? I mean, whenever you're talking about a team that... Oh, my God. You ready for this? Listen to this. You hear this? Is that you your fucking that? alarm? That's my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Literally, what time is it right now? 3 p.m. <laughs> 40-year-old man. 40-year-old man. 40-year-old man has to set an alarm to wake up at 3 p.m. <laughs> 3 p.m. <laughs> well, Tommy, great work today getting up before your alarm. Uh, not oh everybody can just God. get out of bed before their alarm goes off. And I consider this a productive day because I'm working right now before my alarm. Dude, think about that, right? When in your life have you gone to bed and said, oh, you know, like, like, don't even set a fucking alarm if you're going to set it for 3 p.m., right? Like, who does that? The fuck is wrong with me? To, to have the foresight, though, to set that alarm at some point. That's that's the real story here. Like, imagine being that drunk. Like, I think I passed out my jeans last night. Like, imagine being that drunk and going, oh, it's 7 a.m. I got to make sure I'm up by 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't make this a 4 p.m. day. Then I feel like I didn't get shit done. <laughs> I got shit to do. Got shit to do today. Got to make sure I get on this podcast. That's <laughs> probably what I was thinking about, honestly, Rob. I was probably like, Rob's kid's got a game. I got to make sure we record by 3.30. But uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, so you feel better about your lives. My alarm just went off at 3 p.m. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Denver you could have R. said that was your text message. Yeah, no, that was, that was my alarm. Uh, Denver R, 1 in 10 again. I love the R. Denver R, but the under is. Denver R, under is. That's the next one. Um, Denver R, 1 in 10 against the spread in their last 11 road games. I think that's important because... This is a team who has an extreme holding field advantage, right? Like, Mile High is one of the toughest mm -hmm. places to play, not to mention you have the altitude factor and stuff there. So I think there's something to it that, you know, this these guys go on the road and they just – it's a different environment. They don't have that advantage that they have. So um, it's like the Rockies on the road, you know? Like, the, the Rockies suck on the road and they're good in Coors Field. So, I mean, one in ten is a, a pretty, pretty extreme number. Yeah, you know what? You make a valid point there, so I won't shit on this like I was thinking about, but you make a valid point. Uh, Anytime I see 1 in 10 or 10 in 1, I, I personally, and again, it may not be the right thing, but I think that's extreme enough that you got to kind of factor in or at least acknowledge it. I mean, you know? there was that player for the Steelers. Was it Ryan Clark? Who was it? The DB that literally almost died playing in Denver and then didn't go back. He had like a sickle oh, cell yeah, or disease. something. Yeah, and, uh, what's it called again? I forgot. I think it was sickle cell. Name. Wasn't he an email? Yeah, it's sickle cell. Some, some shit like that. So, but, but uh, he, yeah. he couldn't even play. Yep. yep. Um, so this game, obviously, we have the line sitting on it right now. It's a pick em. Denver pick em versus the Jets. Uh, let's see where the money's going here. We have 73% of the money on the Broncos. Uh, seventy percent of the bets. So pretty much everything is flying in on the Broncos here. Where are you leaning? This is my lock of the week. Oh my god! MLB models. Be bad. This lock is going to be bad because week. this is my lock of the week too. 
Is it really? We're def- God, we're we definitely. did not talk about this. Tommy was not. up literally 20 minutes <laughs> before the podcast. We didn't talk. I we didn't talk about this. You can hear it in my voice. I'm fucking dying here. Yeah. And, but, and uh, guys, when I say lock of the week, I'm a little sarcastic about that. I don't pick locks. But 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 this, every time this happens, me and Rob are on the opposite sides. So I'm going to, to. Okay. Well, I'll go first. Do you want to say it at the same time? Yeah. Let's okay. go. Uh, we'll do like when we count down to start the recording. Go Three, ahead. two, one. Jets. Denver. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) thanks for tuning in. A lot of help there. The lock of the week was that both our lock of the weeks would not be the same team. Oh, I would have bet any money I had. All baseball season. This happens all the time. So no one could be mad at us for giving it away on the podcast. That actually worked out better that we didn't give. This is great information. We just give out. We both give out a different side. All right, bitch. Ding 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 ding. (laughs) Let's fight. Why do you like Denver so much? Oh shit. You know why I like them. I mean, it's going to be my same answer as as always. My my computer tells me. Yeah, I mean, this game. This game was much closer um, to a pick. I actually bet this at plus two and a half, I think, or something. Um, I got this in early. Um, It's sitting at one. I would still uh, bet this at plus one. Um, At worst, it's a pick. At best, it's it's Denver minus one. Um, So I see all the value here on the Denver side. Um, So fuck the one and ten on the road. Uh, these are the New York Jets, and uh, they're a clown football team, and they're about to get clowned this Sunday. I don't even know why I ask you, like, why do you like things? Because it literally is the same answer every time. Same like, answer. My computer told me to. You're a robot. Can't spell robot without Rob. <laughs> this is true. Facts, <laughs> Facts only. I just, just thought of that right now. That's pretty good, actually. Um, I love the Jets in this game. This line screams trap. Just just screams trap. It just – I didn't even need to look at where the money was going to know it was 80% Denver. I mean, everyone has to be playing Denver in this game. It's actually pick at some spots now I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is tons of money flying in on Denver, and it it's just seems like a trap game. This is that game where the Jets win. Um, this isn't bias. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm rooting for them to fucking lose every game, actually, because I want the better draft pick. But it's just I mean, the 1-10 on the road thing is big. Case Keenum hasn't thrown a touchdown since week one. I don't think people are really aware of that. Did you know that, Rob? I did not. Case Keenum has not thrown a touchdown since week one. Like, that's that's not good. The Jets have a good defense. They're going on the road. You have an offense that's, that's sputtering a little bit. I just I think this is a spot where the Jets just lay it to them. I think everyone's seeing Denver compete with Kansas City, and they're just flying in, and this is a uh, you're going to get your fucking head cracked on this one, and we're going to bet. You want to throw a – I think I won 300 off you last time, so you want to double down? You're calling that a win last time? I think so. I, I think I call that was everything a push. A <laughs> That's a push. I'm a push. That's a push. I'll go a grand. Let's go a grand on that. All right, Dan. let's do I'll it. Take right. da- wait a minute. Wait a minute. You giving me the point? I'm not giving you a fucking point. It's a pick. It's a pick. Pick, pick some places. Well, that's the place that you're betting right now. <laughs> oh, that the, place the, is. oh, okay. The book of Tommy G. All right, yeah, so no, so no juice. Book. Thousand bucks. Let's go. Yeah, thousand bucks deal. All right, so uh, let's get to a little uh, little fun here. Let's and then we'll get back to this stuff. So we got a couple more stats there. Uh, let's get to another Twitter question here. I just lost my page because I'm fucking retarded. Uh, so, Rob, I think this is for you specifically. Okay, okay? Mm-hmm. and not today on Twitter. Actually was nice enough to disrespect me enough to go, Rob, 
for you specifically. <laughs> like, don't give a shit what Tommy has to say about this. <laughs> and it's a question about DFS and gambling and how you split your bankroll. Like, I literally play thousands of dollars in each. And it's like, oh, fuck Tommy. Rob, for you specifically, how does your bankroll split for football weekends between DFS and gambling? Or does it depend entirely on the slate of games slash matchups? So... We know you have different bankrolls for different sports in gambling, right? You have your baseball bankroll and your football bankroll. Uh, we know you play DFS, too. Obviously, you gamble a lot more than you play in DFS, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but how do, you, uh, how, do you, how do you do this? Do you have a set amount of money you're going to play each week? Do you change it? What do you, what do, you do here? So it's, it's really simple. Is I play literally the same amount of money every week in DFS. It never mm -hmm. changes. I, I can win. I could win or I could lose. I just it doesn't change for me. You play, I play the same tournaments every, every same week tournaments, right? same amount of money. Nothing changes right. from week to week. And then of course the amount of money I bet with depends how many games I want to bet. You know, could be ten, could be two. So that fluctuates. Right. Okay. Uh, question here. <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna give my input actually on this because fuck you for not wanting my opinion. Um, I actually do pretty much the same thing. Um, there's basically the same contest that I'm playing pretty much every week. Uh, it'll depend a little bit how the prior week went, how much I scale up or down in DFS. And then gambling, I just fire like an idiot. So I just keep firing as much as I can fire. Um, <laughs> Rob, you generate your own lines and compare to the market. That gives you an edge. How does Tommy calculate his edge in a game since he does not create his own lines? <laughs> Rob, I'm going to let you answer this question for me. <laughs> How does Tommy do it? <laughs> How does Tommy calculate his edge in games you, you, since he doesn't create his own line? You guys have all been to the zoo, right? And when you're in the zoo, <laughs> there's the chimpanzee cage. And they start, you know, they you ever see like the shit fight and they see what sticks? So like, they just fuck a gorilla throwing shit. And then, <laughs> honestly... Who asked this? Schaffner? Honestly, I really don't know how Tommy decides what his edges are in games, if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but anytime I can give a zoo a gorilla reference, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, I don't how do you do that, Tommy? I'm just I'm just happy someone thinks I have an edge in games like that. Like, like really? Like, um, news to me. Um, no, I mean, like, in, in all seriousness, no. Um, obviously, I don't calculate lines and stuff. But baseball is probably... You know, the best analogy, because we just went through six, seven months of it, uh, we talk about the differences, how you basically have your computer-generated lines, so you don't need to do research. You don't need to do anything. You wake up, and you look at what your thing you created tells you the lines should be. You look at the opening line, and then you put your bet down before the money moves, right? So mm -hmm. it's a pretty simple process for you. For me, because I don't have that, I have to dig in as deep as I physically can and try and find things that maybe aren't in the Vegas line, right? Like you know, hamstring tweak from a cornerback who might miss and, you know, some, some obscure stats based on, you know, some metrics that I don't think are being put into these Vegas lines that the average better and even the whales um, aren't aware of. For instance, the Yankees last night, <clears throat> I didn't think there was a fucking chance in hell that Oakland was going to win that game. I actually apologize to our subscribers for only risking five units on that game. That should have been 500 units like literally I, I i i maxed out three different lines like i i just i i didn't see it and there was just a couple key stats that i was looking at like the oakland athletics are like 31st in major league baseball against fastballs over 95 miles an hour like they're one of the worst teams in the entire league against fastballs over 95 miles an hour 
And the Yankees were starting Severino, who throws 98, coming in with Patances, who throws 97, bringing in Chapman, who throws 100. So, you know, just little obscure stats like that, I believe. The average well, even, the big betters that are moving lines don't even look that deep. Right, Rob? I mean, all jokes aside, you you are very good at sniffing these situations out and pointing out. I, there's been at least a dozen times, Tommy, where you've said to me, uh, hey, Rob, what's up with this line or why does this line look so bad? And then like, oh, shit, you're absolutely right. Let me go bet this line. So, you know, I've tailed you several times in that regard. Um and so you're, you're just good at it. You just, you just can see it. I mean, I think, I think it comes with, uh, you know, I've said this to many people before. I would put myself up against anyone in the country as far as how much sports I watch. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't, and I do think there is something to that. No matter what the fucking nerds will say, listen, I wouldn't be able to be successful if it wasn't a thing. Because we know I'm not a deep analytics guy, right? Like, I'll go in and look for some data, but... I'm not, you know, creating lines and stuff, but I've been able to be successful gambling for a long time. And, you know, especially our subscribers have seen it too. Like, and I'm putting out, I put out 70 bets already for this. Like, you shouldn't even be, imagine putting out 70 bets and even being 500 at this point. Like, that's a win. You know, like if I were picking my two or three favorites, I'd be up probably more. But I just think when you watch enough sports, you there is a feel factor in it. And you just start to understand, you know, where teams are at. And I like baseball the most. Because you could start to see when the team's getting tired on the back end of a road trip, like things like that. You can watch a game today and get a feel for tomorrow. You can watch a guy hit today and see this guy's about to go in a slump. This guy's coming out of a slump. Things that won't be in the metrics, right? So if Giancarlo Stanton's like 0 for his last 20 and you see him rocket three lasers to left field, I know he's an important part of that lineup. And tomorrow, if he's heating up and he's about to go on a tear, that's going to give me a little more lean on the Yankees and it's a little tougher to do that in football, I would think, though. Yeah, football is much harder to do that in. Yeah, no it's, it's it. week to week. So much changes over the course of seven days. Um, let's go to another one of your numbers here. Uh, the under is 7-1 and one in the Oak- in Oakland uh, last eight games as an underdog. That's very specific. All right. Under is 7-1 and one in Oakland last eight games when Oakland's an underdog? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you? No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I wanted to let you read it all in its entirety, though. Yeah, I'm like, well, so this is very in. specific here. Uh, <laughs> like, so Oakland doesn't score a lot of points when Oakland's not favored to win a game. Weird. Yeah, remember we were talking about the under theory with Oakland last week? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. 84 points. Exactly. <laughs> it was, the game was like fucking 44 to 40 or whatever the fuck it was. Um, let's see. What's the last one that you have here, Robert? Sam Fran are 1-9 against the spread in their last 10 games as a favorite. Does that mean anything to you? Um, the market was probably overvaluing um, San Fran, uh, mm. which I think I can attest for. I think they've been overvalued for at least a year. Mm. Um, personally, what do you think? Yeah. Um, right now we have 75% of the money and bets coming in on Arizona right now. Um, so this line has moved. It actually opened, I believe it's San Fran minus five and a half or six, didn't it? What do you have the open at on this? Uh, this thing opened. I'm seeing five and a half, so it's yeah, it's, yeah, five. I see five. So. Yeah, it's coming down on this. Um, I don't know. This this seems like uh, this seems like a game I don't want to fuck with here, Rob. <laughs> like I just, yeah, you know, no it's, it's no. two bad teams, two you know, fluid situations with Rosen and Bethard. 
I I don't know, man. Yeah, no, thank I, you. I'm off I can't. It. The reason I'm gonna bet it is because it's a four o'clock game and there's only four, so I'll just fucking fire on every one of them like a fucking degenerate. But because uh, if I'm up a lot in the morning, then I'm gonna go play with house money, and if I'm down a lot, I'm gonna chase. So, uh, but I really don't. I guess I would take the four. You know, if it's two shittier teams, you just take the points and pray, especially in a low total. Does that factor into you a lot, Rob? One of the things that I do like to do is take the points in low totals. You know, like, do you do you factor that in? I know you fucking just look at your fucking computer, but no, I um, think. Do you I, think people should factor it in who aren't Rob bots? No, I think there is a lot of correlation. So, um, you can look at games. This happens a lot in basketball for me, where um, I'll look at the total and look at the spread and say, you know, if if Team X is going to win, it's going to be a low-scoring game and correlate the two. So I, I'm okay with it, Tommy. Like I, mean, I could see the I could see the justification. The I know in teasers, it's 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 something I love to do in teasers. Like mm-hmm. right, you tend the dog and the uh, mm-hmm. the dog and the under and the favorite mm-hmm. and the over. Right, that's that's something that I think you know normally obviously would correlate on some level. I don't know what the data is going back years or if that's been successful long term. But um, yeah, that's something I like. You got a couple of those today. There this Sunday, you got the Bills plus five and a thirty nine and a half total. Um, Home dog getting points in a low total is just got Tommy G written all over it. And I'm just going to assume you love Tennessee. I like Tennessee this week. <laughs> I do like Tennessee this week. Love is a little bit strong at the current number. Um, but uh, yeah, I want Tennessee I, in our super contest. I will not allow it. I will not allow it. Home dogs again last week. I think they were three and one again last week. Uh, I'm, I love home dogs. I've been betting home dogs my whole life. And it's, it's usually what saves me with my donkey fucking favorite plays that I'll put in. Uh, what was I just going to do here? I had, had a piece of information. Oh, let's talk about some movers and shakers here. So here's the games right now. Um, and Rob, you can, you can cross-reference this, make sure. I think my numbers are right here. Mm-hmm. Um, the games that are most heaviest bet right now. So we have 76% of the money coming in on the Rams. Uh, minus seven. This line has gone down from seven and a half to seven. So we have 75% of the bets and 75% of the money coming in on the Rams and the line's dropping. Do you factor this in? I do not because uh, I want to be in before that line drops. Right. Uh, after it drops, I'm not really interested in it. Yeah, I, I do take this into account. Um, obviously, you're you're moving the lines and I'm just analyzing some shit here. 78% of the money is on Baltimore in that Cleveland game. of the money is coming in on Arizona, as we just mentioned. 70% of the money is going to lose with Denver. Uh, 70% of the money is coming in on New England right now. Tonight, the line has pretty much stayed or moved up a half point. Uh, You got 72% of the money coming in on Tennessee. Uh, And then we start to get down, let me see, 71% of the money coming in on Pitt. Uh, Any others that are jumping out? That's Uh, really the number. One of the most heavily bet bets this week is the uh under in the miami cincinnati game i see 86 percent of the money on that under um 85 percent of the money's on the under in cleveland and then 80 85 percent's on the over in pittsburgh and atlanta um jesus christ that over is 58, 58 fuck dude. me man i would so i'm almost an auto bet under on a total of nearly 60 um uh-huh. i have to go back and check and see what my total is on that game i haven't paid much attention at this point but damn 85% of you think that game's going to 50, over 58 that's that's a big number man i mean it's uh 
it makes sense, you know, but to see a total that high and just keep getting bet up is is crazy. It's, it's crazy. just it's that's nuts. Like you figure people would be scared of that. Like no one is afraid of that number. Um I, I'm with you, man. Once the total starts flirting with 60, I mean, you're talking fucking college football numbers here. Like, mm-hmm. that's – it only takes one or two things to go wrong. It only takes one or two punts from the 50. You know, that, that's the worst thing. What is, what is the worst thing when you're watching a game and you're betting a total? Like, my thing is punts from the 50. Like, fourth and ones from the 50-yard line drive me fucking out of my mind because, first of all, they should be going for them. Well, which if you're is, on the over, which, right? Well, if uh, right, if you're on the over, right. So fourth and one, fourth. Those are those are basically what make or break totals, right? Those like third and twos from the fifty yard line, because if they get it, you're basically almost in field goal range where you're going to get points. And if they miss it, you're pinning the other team back at the five, flipping the whole field, and now you're just fucking killing the total. So, do you have any? Do you have any pet peeves when you're betting on games that you watch that drive you nuts? No, I mean, you know, the the thing for for me is I'm a lot of times on the under. You know, most public bettors are going to be betting overs in games, and I'm mm-hmm. on the under uh, more times than not. Um, so I love field goals. I love those punts. I mean, all those situations that you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, I just, so weird. Yeah. We're, we're opposite on that when we're th- in our thinking about it. And that I'm going, oh, I love all those situations. Cause I'm usually Dude, you're so weird. You fucking hate everything people love and love everything people hate. Let, I, I, and this, I'm just going to throw some shit, okay? Because this, every time I talk to Rob, I'm amazed at the things he likes and doesn't like. I, I'm just fucking amazed. Like, it boggles my mind. So my brain's not working very well. So just some of the things that we already know that Rob likes. Um, canned wine. Mm-hmm. Coors Light beer mm-hmm. is the best beer in America, according to Rob. Um, you know, things like that. So he has very strange tendencies. I'm just going to say some things. Let's, let's try and do it. Let's try and make this a little segment here. So I'm just going to say random shit, and then you tell me if you like it or not. And I guarantee you within three, we're going to come into a topic. Okay. Um, I'm looking at a Snapple bottle, so I'll say Snapple. Uh, the only thing worse than an IPA is a Snapple. Come on, dude. You don't like Snapple. <laughs> oh, no, God. How do we hit the... On the fr- I figured I'd start with like a layup. You don't like Snapple? No. It's Any like- flavor? No flavor? I've only had maybe four or five flavors of Snapple, but <laughs> you I, don't how, I don't know how many. I've never liked one. It tastes like sugary piss. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know what sugary piss tastes like? <laughs> the, uh, oh, wow, man. I can't imagine not liking Snapple. Have you ever heard anyone else not like Snapple? I don't talk to too many people, but... Um, I don't talk to too many people. I don't know. It's just not my thing. I would never walk into a store and look at a thousand drinks and go, oh, let me get that uh, strawberry bullshit that Snapple made over there. I would never never do that. Okay. Um, How about, I'm just looking around. How about bottled water? So I'm a bottled water guy. I am. Okay. Okay. But I I don't like it cold. So if it's in the fridge, I take it out. I'll let it sit for like. 15 20 minutes because i hate cold cold wait water. you don't like cold water. <laughs> i hate cold water <laughs> um i don't put ice in my water i don't i oh my god i just like you're lukewarm so, water you're so fucking weird man. <laughs> you're so you're so fucking weird what's wrong with you <laughs> like how do we who doesn't like cold water and i know there's gonna be like 
20 fucking we gotta name your fucking five followers that fucking love you <laughs> on twitter it's oh like i'm a i hate cold water too yeah oh, i'm all beating at the nuts tommy's an idiot cold water's terrible i like i put my water in the microwave <laughs> <laughs> i only drink boiling water it has yeah. to burn my lips what about uh let's see look around uh what about fruit snacks like gummy fruit snacks that's my favorite Okay, good. good. Yeah, literally, gummy bears are it. my favorite. What about candy corn? That might be my favorite, actually. Gummy bears really? might be number that two. That doesn't surprise me because the world hates candy corn. <laughs> I, see, I don't know how. Like, I get a lot of hate I for I never understood corn. it. I, it makes sense that you love it because it's, you know, the opposite of what a regular fucking human being likes. But I'm with you. I, I like candy corn. I don't see anything. You know what I hate? I don't get the hate. Like, there's, like, this, like epidemic of hate there like, really is like, there's people like, like candy corn candy bro candy corn, oh. candy corn <laughs> candy is the worst <laughs> like what no it isn't it's fine i hate the pumpkins it's too i actually much. love candy corn the candy like, pumpkins it's too much candy pumpkins <laughs> it's too much of a good thing that's too much that's too much okay what about peeps yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Um, uh, you just Easter named candy. like five favorites. No, no Easter. No <laughs> candy oh, corns fall. So I, I segment it. So my okay. my year round candy is okay. gummy bears. Love that. Then okay. my fall candy. The, candy it's got to be the uh, the Haribo gummy bears. They're the best. Oh yeah, that's the only yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. The and then ones. the. Uh, uh, Do you get stomach aches when you eat? like? I eat so many gummy bears when I get, I eat the whole bag. And Dude, I just this fucking... happened to me last night. I got I got a bag sitting right over there and a bottle of bourbon. I'm just eating candy corn gummy and bear, fucking gummy can, bears and drinking gummy bourbon. Gummy bears, candy corn, and bourbon. <laughs> and, Ladies and, and gentlemen, like, MLB Month. Oh, oh, I woke up this morning like, why does my stomach feel so bad? It was the half bottle of bourbon you ate and the giant thing of gummy bears, you moron. <laughs> you know what the worst is, actually, since we were just talking about it, is Snapple. Like, that shit makes me shit. Like, that runs. Because I literally, I love Snapple so much, Rob, that I, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I don't know if this is weird or not. I can't remember the last time I opened a sap, Snapple and took a second, second sip. Like, I literally kill it in one sip every time. I just go, oh, 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 oh. Every time. I fucking love Snapple. I can't believe you don't like it. Um, what about bologna? Are we talking about, like, mortadelle or... <laughs> mortadelle. Just regular bologna. I, just, I like, just I like bologna the... in general. Do you have nah. a strong take on bologna? No, nah, I don't have a strong take. If I'm going to eat it, I want the mortadelle. Okay. Um, I like shit house bologna. Um, mayonnaise. Yes. Yeah, I could see you being a man. Yeah. Mustard. Uh, not so much. Not really. Hot dogs. Yep. Yeah? Big yeah. hot dog guy or oh, yeah. like like hot dogs? No. I'm like, th- see, here's the thing. The gas station that's like a half a block away. <laughs> <laughs> that's my lunch. Like, Let's stop there. Four Just days stop. a week. That's Just my lunch. stop there. Whenever, whenever you're in a food conversation <laughs> and the word gas station comes up, you know you're talking to Rob. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, let's see. Cheese in hot dogs. Hot dogs with cheese-filled hot dogs. Is that a thing? Yeah. Never had a cheese-filled hot dog? No, I never even heard of it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Must be a Jersey thing. I've never heard of a cheese-filled no, hot dog. No, it's, it's an Earth thing. No, it isn't. What? Twitter, please let us know if that's an Earth okay. thing or if it's a Jersey thing. You know I what's mean, a Jersey I, thing? I put it on top. We, call, we have uh, uh, Taylor Ham. Do you have that? Do you ever heard of that? Pork roll, yeah. Yeah, but do you call it Taylor Ham? I think the name Taylor Ham is like a Jersey thing. Well, the brand says Taylor Ham on it, but I call it yeah. pork roll. Don't you call it uh, pork roll? No, like we'll say Taylor Ham, egg and cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, let me think. What's another thing here? Asparagus. 
huge asparagus fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the huge. four vegetables that I will eat. Oh, you went full Trump there. Oh, huge yeah. Huge asparagus. It's great. <laughs> huge asparagus guy. Okay. That was, what is that it was... with asparagus, though, in your piss? I don't understand. I don't know either. But uh, I, oh. I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have guessed huge asparagus guy for yeah. anyone. Um, onions. Uh, I, I used to be, but I get heartburn now. Can't Sushi. Yeah, huge. Yep. Huge. Huge. Um, chicken parmesan. It's got to be fried right. I don't like this stuff. <laughs> Only you. Only you could have a problem with chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that, the crust, though. Sometimes you get it. It's got like a half-inch thick crust. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, do you like your pizza burnt, like crispy or soft? And uh, pretty crispy, yeah. Pretty crispy. Yeah. Sicilian or... Regular or thin crust? Give me your take on all three. Sicilian, number one, thin crust, two, sort of regular crust, three. Okay. The movie Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. I mean, so, so it's funny. I get it. It's a good movie, but I'm not like one of these cult followers of the damn thing. It's okay. Nothing wrong with it. Trucks. Oh, man. You're going to make me tell a heartbreaking story. I uh, love trucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> it said truck. Yes. I had this beautiful truck. Gorgeous red truck. I had it for years. And uh, there was this minor accident. I had to get rid of it. It's been sad ever since. Now I drive a $300 Camry. Yeah. Um, cargo shorts. No, nah, never. No way. Pass. Hard pass? Hard pass. No way. I see you being a cargo short guy. Nah. I think I know you like sandals. Yes. You're a big sandal guy. Yeah. I live in North Carolina. Uh, what's up? I live in North Carolina. That's why. It's like oh, yeah. you have year to. round. Uh, how about um, artwork? Like pictures on a wall. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I'm not a big art <laughs> fan. Like, <laughs> it's okay. Like, I could just see you, if you weren't married with kids, I could see your house just having nothing. Like nothing on a wall, nothing anywhere, just a TV and a fucking like no, not even furniture, like enough furniture for you. Yeah, I like, have like no You'll aesthetics. have your perfect setup. And then if someone came over, it's like Kevin Adams when I fucking, when he moved in upstairs, it looked like his, he had this little fucking tiny couch in this monster apartment. I mean, it looks like he was like Tom Hanks, like on an island. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? No furniture, no anything, just a little fucking itsy bitsy couch Nothing. In, the, in his fucking, in his living room. Uh, okay. So we got a good, is there anything else you'd like to share as far as like things you like or hate? No, I was a pretty good base. Pretty good yeah. Base. That, that was a good start. Now. Yeah. We'll we'll have uh we'll start this on Twitter, um, because we're not very talented, so we need you guys to basically do our show plans for us. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll start this on Twitter, and I want you guys. We'll start a thread on things you want me to ask Rob if he likes or not, and I promise you, me and Rob will not talk about them. So Rob, me and you have to make a deal to not speak about these things, uh, before the next show. Okay. okay. Yep. If, deal. if you're still here, if I don't find someone better than you to replace you, it's fine. Um. Rob, have you ever thought about contributing to the DFS side, i.e. writing an article for a particular slate? Um, I do every that. day, guy. <laughs> I mean, don't I have projections on the right. every the projection single system, day so. of the week? 
Yeah, he literally project does it every day. But uh, no, you don't want Rob writing an article. <laughs> That's if you'd like to know why you don't want Rob writing an article, I will post a screenshot of his show notes for current NFL trends. Uh, not only were all eight of them useless in his opinion, but uh, we already talked about the formatting of it. Um, let's go through uh, this Carolina Giants game here, Rob. So you said the under. Uh, is this is this one of your favorite bets? I see a note here. Rob, Giants, Carolina, under. Yeah, so uh, I like please tell under. me what the fuck this means. I like the under in this game. Um, the So what's the total sitting at now? 43 and a half. It's come down off of 44. Uh, I'm good here to 42. Um, mm. So this would be, uh, I guess, one of my second favorite plays of the week here. Uh, okay. That's that's one that I do like. Let's talk a little baseball for a second here, Rob. Obviously, yes. uh, you know, the uh, playoffs are starting. The Yankees are in. Thank fucking God. Uh, I'll be going again Monday, so I'll be blacked out Tuesday, and I believe I record with Jeff on Tuesday. So Good. that'll be fun, fucking being hung over with that fucking ape screaming in my fucking ear for an hour and a half. But um, that's the nice thing about working with you hungover, Rob. Your your, your voice level is not, is soothing. You know, you have a, you have a very soothing low decibel voice but uh talk to me about a little mlb playoffs before we get out of here i know you got to run in a minute yeah so uh let's see here uh i play i have a play tonight in the guru elite package um i sort of just gave away two nfl plays so i don't really want to give away yeah don't don't give the play tonight yeah um but actually you know what you can because by the time this airs it's going to be uh it'll be it'll be dead i think okay so i'm a dodgers mark again um, yeah, I rode the Dodgers really hard last uh, last postseason. I think actually you had to pay off a pretty major bet to me uh, on the Dodgers. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I made that bet drunk in an airport with you. I remember that I during the All Star break. I think you fucking scammed me on that line too. Didn't I? Didn't I lay two thousand to your four? Yeah, you were, trying, you were trying to fucking manipulate me too. I caught Rob does that a lot. Like he he'll he'll fucking quote you a line, and you got to check it. He's a sneaky motherfucker. I do because it's, fucking, it's the, it's every the book of can. me. So, like, right. if you want a better life, you see how he was trying to steal a point on me in a fucking straight up bet on the Jets Broncos. That's like a pick'em. He still wants his fucking point that it was yesterday. After just saying it moved to a pick'em in most places, I do that all the time with such everyone. a piece of shit. Literally every because I'm the type of person who's like, oh, what's the line? All right, cool, let's bet it. Like, I don't even check till later, and then I'm like, wait a minute. You know, who's the worst that Collins does that a lot. I'll Collins rip you off for 50 cents in a heartbeat. Oh, you're I such a piece of shit. Though. You will you will 100%. I catch you every time. You do. You're like, all right, it's minus 138. I'm like, it's minus 139. <laughs> uh, I thought I could. Like, <laughs> you're going to fucking ruin your fucking reputation for a fucking penny? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. I've got to get the best of I That's why I make my money. But go into a little baseball before we get uh, out of here. All right, so I've just got the series prices here. Rockies, Brewers, uh the Brewers are like minus 160, and these are my bookie prices. So mm-hmm. you could shop them, maybe find better lines, worse lines. I don't know. I just pulled them off my bookie. There's no other bookie that we trust outside of my bookie. Promo oh, code Jesus. Guru Elite. Jesus. Uh, Phone just started going crazy. Did you told. hear that? I did. Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah. if it was here or there. I got fucking FaceTime. Dude, this one girl I talked to is a random FaceTimer. Do you ever have anyone like that in your life that just like bombards you with FaceTimes? Like it doesn't tell you. Like I feel like FaceTime should be a thing. Where it's like, you need to let someone know. It needs to be pre-planned. Like, right. Like, hey, I'm going to FaceTime you at 3 o'clock. Right. Like, I feel like it's like, you know, like, face bombards me. And, and she's fucking super hot. So, it's like, okay, because I, I like FaceTiming with, with hot people. But that, that FaceTime bombs. I don't, I don't really, I don't know about those. I don't feel good about those, Rob. I decline yeah. them even when I'm, I want to answer them just to make a point. Uh, 
All right, so Brewers, Rockies, minus 160. <laughs> <laughs> that's Tad's hungover Tommy just talking and not even realizing uh, he's on air. Yeah. We are on the podcast. I forgot we were even on the podcast just now. Go on. Uh, Dodgers, minus 235. V the Braves, Red Sox. Oh, Tommy. Oh, minus 165 against your Yankees. How do you feel about that's that? That's it? I'm so shocked. They're only minus 165 versus the Yankees? Yeah, you can get the Yankees right now, plus one. I thought I was going to get the Yankees at plus, like, 190. Sorry. Nope. Damn it. Wow, that's surprising, dude. That feels light, huh? Dude, I got minus 155 on my book. Is money? Jesus. How is that? Wow. I mean, as a Yankee fan, there's zero fucking chance in hell I will ever bet on Boston, but... I don't know, man. That's what do you have that price at on your? What's your number at? Because I, I feel like if you're neutral on this, you have to bet Boston minus one fifty five, don't you? I'm yeah. not going to do it, obviously, but I hope it loses. But believe it or not, like, I'm at minus one seventy on this series. Yeah, one eighty would have been the least I would have seen this mm-hmm. at. So that's <laughs> interesting. Okay, Sorry and then Astros Indians, the Strohs are minus one sixty five as well. Um, so. I, I can like tell the, you. I like, the, I like the Indians there. You do, yeah. I like yeah. the tribe too. Um, I'm more like minus one forty-five on the Astros series. Um, I'm still a Dodgers mark, man. I'm making this series like minus two sixty. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. And so it's minus two thirty-five. So I'm still still high on the Dodgers. I think there's some value on the Atlanta side there. That's funny. Um, shocking me, and you're on opposite sides. But uh, I hate the Dodgers, and you're a Dodgers mark, so that makes sense. But um, all right, let's do a couple Rob tweets and then let me get let you get to your baseball game. Uh, here's some of MLB models favorite tweets of the week. Um, a Rod smoked meth prior to this podcast. <laughs> uh, broadcast, I, not podcast. Did you yeah, see uh, it wasn't the Yankees game it was the, the game the night before on ESPN. Did you list? Did you watch it? Dude, he is. I, mean, I was actually tweeting some some shit about him and it's like. I feel like he's a good person, right? Like, I feel like I, I feel like I'm going to meet him someday, and if I met him, I'd like him. You know, like, I feel like he, like I think everyone thinks he's an asshole. I don't feel like he is. I feel like he's a little – but, man, he's fucking brutal. I had to turn the sound off, Rob. Well, I, I switched I, I, over. People say that. Yeah. I had to literally turn the sound off. I was so lost. He said something uh, – oh, a batter knew it was a curveball because the shortstop took a step and a half to his right. And I went, is that real? What? That I mean, you do see. Pitch? No, that, listen, that's the least dumb shit that a he says. A step and a half? Everything he fucking says. Oh, is he was like, called Albert Amora Almonte. He was oh, calling him Almonte. Dude, he, it's like he. A-Rod's he bad. The thing about A Rod is he comes with these, like, prophetic statements that are obvious. You know, like he he like <laughs> hypes it up like he's about to say something groundbreaking, and he's like, "Fastballs go straight," you know. And you're like, "Thanks, A Rod." Like, like I, I, I want to too. like A Rod too. He's a I know that's guy. the thing. Like, like I want to like him. Yeah, like when too. he first started um, doing some commentary, when he wasn't announcing, but he was in the studio, I actually was like, "Wow, this dude's really good." Like that mm-hmm. was, I thought he was really good when he started. Pedro Martinez is the best, I think. But um, yeah. All right, uh, Rob's next tweet. A bunt. That's well, good. That same game. Uh, who was the batter? Was it Zobrist? He tried the bunt two times, missed two times. Then he was in the hole. 
uh, 2 and then he just swung a miss at the third pitch. And I think there was no outs, man on first in like the seventh inning. Like, what are you doing? I, I, what are I, you doing? I, you have a great hitter. I think it was Zobers. It was a good hitter that was at the plate. You have a great hitter. You're going to waste him to move a man I, over I to second. Bunting. I despise it. Bunting is. Tommy, bunting how often is, do you see this? Oh, my God. Bunting is the one thing that unites the whole DFS industry. Everyone in DFS fights about every single fucking thing, but we're all united on bunting and fourth and one. Like that, those are two things that I feel like everyone's united. Fourth and one from the forty, and bunting. Those are one things that it doesn't matter what side. And of the my trigger point for this is, well, that's just old school baseball. Like you just moved a guy over. No, no, it's not. It's stupid baseball. This one's interesting. I didn't get the presidential alert. Did you get it? Yeah. Didn't everyone? I did not. No, I'm How the fuck you. did you not? Get I it? honestly don't even know what it says because I, I, I think. I think it was I, just a test. I saw it. Like I was literally getting in the shower and that like. Meep, meep, meep came through i was like what the fuck and then uh i looked at it and i just kind of glanced over and i saw a presidential alert and i just started giggling to myself like, fucking, <laughs> fucking, this fucking is trump's fucking, new thing fucking <laughs> trump twitter doesn't work i'm gonna hack all of your phones oh, i i was laughing out loud in the shower i was like this fucking guy you gotta fucking love that like, so it was just a test just trolling america so hard oh god could you imagine him sitting in the oval office going I'm going to get everybody today. Let imagine, me send imagine Trump having the power <laughs> to decide what's important enough to go to every phone in America. <laughs> it's so crazy. But it's going to be 1 a.m. Everyone's going to be waking up with some all caps notification from the president. It's that loud sound like when a child's missing or a flood's about to happen. Like that emergency alert is loud. It's like, eh. That's going to be great. I didn't get it. And they said the NSA or somebody wants to know if you didn't receive it. So, uh, of course, of course just, you didn't receive let's it. Let's just Why keep that you? between us. I'm, Again, I'm Rob is not grid. a fucking human. But all right, Rob, I think you got to get to your kids game. I held you a little bit long. But uh, any final words here for the people? No, we're good. Uh, I'll be firing uh, baseball uh, the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, we'll be doing baseball every day. I'll throw some props in there. Um, football plays. We have the MMA. Make sure you get in there and check that out with Mad Lab. That VIP package is the lowest it's been all year. Uh, we got a month in. It's time to get in on it. Mad Lab alone will make your money back on the VIP package. That's not even close. Um, we also just launched the hockey betting package with Night Goat. Everyone's excited about that. He's an absolute monster. Hockey season is upon us. And then uh, just go buy everything. Fuck it. Uh, for MLB Model, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cash, motherfucker. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.